Blog Talk Radio.
to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I hope that you can hear me. So if you all are in the chat room, uh, let me know if you can how the sound is doing. Amen? Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, the Lord is moving us forward. He's moving us forward. We're we're making progress on our difficult places for sure. And I'm thankful to the Lord for his motivation and encouragement and for helping us because sometimes you need a little boost in the spirit, you know? And the Lord is the one that brings it. The Holy Spirit keeps us on track for Jesus. Amen. We want to encourage everyone to pray for everyone else who's stumbling a little bit, having a little bit of difficulty, and maybe have lost a little traction. Amen? You know, when you go around uh, familiar spirits and you don't do sufficient spiritual warfare, it causes a little problem. And sometimes those demons have a tendency to cling to you. So we teach you that when you're going to go around people in a social setting, when you have your guard down, when you should have it up, because your emotions throw you into that. You haven't seen Aunt Betty in who knows how long, but her religious devil will soon be yours if you don't do what you ought to do. Amen? Amen. So we want to encourage everyone to do what you need to do. Why? Because it's going to make a difference in your life. Amen? It's going to make a difference in your life. So uh, we we also want to keep lifted up uh, Sister Tiffany and Brother Sam. You know, Brother Sam lost his youngest brother. He had a death in the family as well. And uh, Kevin and Noelle and Alex, because they had a death in the family. And I'm still waiting on the cards to get here. I know you're busy. I know you're extra busy this time of year. So Pastor's being patient, and she's waiting on your your sympathy card and, and so forth. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Also, uh, this is a time of year where you seem to be going so fast you can't find your feet. Well, I'm going to encourage you uh, to stop. I'm going to encourage you to stop and take a deep breath and exhale and get your grips back. Amen? Things can be uh, quite busy. And thank you. Uh, Things can be quite busy and extremely hectic. At uh, this time of year For everybody Even if you're not participating in the holidays Just because everybody else is so busy and hectic It spills over on you And I want to encourage everyone To just take a moment 
and stop and exhale because you pick up other people's stress without realizing it. You pick up other people's stress without realizing it. And their situation becomes your emergency. Five minutes ago, you didn't have an emergency, but all of a sudden they have one and that now it becomes yours as well. So I want to encourage you to just take a deep breath, take a step back. You can't live for Jesus but one day at a time. Amen? You can't live next week for him. You're still in this week. Amen. And whatever cares and concerns we have, it's one day at a time. That's all he gives us is one day at a time. And that's all we can do is one day at a time. To encourage everybody to take it one step at a time. We're still praying spiritual warfare prayers uh, for Dagmar and Son. They're having a, a hard time spiritually. They're under direct attack. And, uh, you know, they live outside the territorial United States, and that's a different um, spiritual environment from the environment some of us have. So I want you to keep them lifted in prayer because they've been attacked by mind control spirits. And we're binding those devils and sending them back where they come from. They have no business attacking them. And we're asking the Lord for his mercy on them. We're pleading the blood of Jesus over them. Amen? So uh, we're standing in agreement, and we're, we're adding strength to the situation. Ask the Lord to strengthen them so that they can stand. Amen? They're coming under direct attack from witchcraft people, bad witchcraft people. So we're just asking the Lord to intervene and to release his warring angels on their behalf. Amen? Amen. In fact, let's do that now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says that faith works by love. And we love Dagmar and her son. We ask you, Father, to strengthen their faith in Jesus' name. Give them clarity of mind so that they can pray the boot camp scriptures, Father, in the name of Jesus. When you're under this kind of attack, it's hard to think straight. <laughs> Rike de Rebrusha ki esha we push back the attacks of the enemy, Father. We return them from whence they came in the name of Jesus Christ. And we release the blood of Jesus over both of them. We submerge them under the blood of Jesus and we release, we loose them from the garlands, we loose them from the cages. We loose them from every entrapment of the enemy in Jesus' name. We loose them from every entrapment of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut them free from the puppet masters. 
Ryse dera broka dere broka dere ya. Ringe dera brosha de dia star rikisa. Yakuro kohole de osundere brikata. We bind our reinforcing devils. We send them back as well. Father, we thank you, Lord. That the angels' swords are whirling, rapidly whirling. We close their open doors, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. With the blood of Jesus Christ. We bind the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places in that area. And we send them into civil war in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we raise the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We raise the shield of faith and we quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We send them back. Return to sender according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for a quick recovery. Spirit, soul, and body. We bind up our mental bruising in the name of Jesus Christ. We release the blood stripes of Jesus Christ into their minds and brains in Jesus' name. Healing of their memories in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, strengthen the spirit of their mind in Jesus' name. We push back against the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We push back every attack in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack. We send back every Antichrist spirit from whence it came in the name of Jesus. Every Antichrist spirit goes back. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the lies of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We bind the lies of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. And we make room. We give entrance to the light of Jesus. The entrance of your word, Father, brings light. The Lord is their shepherd and they shall not want for anything including a sensation of this warfare in Jesus' name. We turn the enemy camp over into the hands of God, the Holy Spirit, and the holy angels of God that have been assigned. 
Yes, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, and we give you praise. We thank you, and we give you praise. We thank you, and we give you praise, Father, for the mighty work you do. Hey. Lord, we lift up Germany to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up Ukraine to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up Argentina to you. Rika, we lift up Canada to you. We thank you for the truce being extended in the Middle East, Father. And we thank you for saving lives and getting people out of harm's way in the name of Jesus. Getting people out of harm's way in the name of Jesus Christ. Should the ceasefire suddenly end, Lord, we thank you for moving persons out of harm's way in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We plead the blood of Jesus over that area because of the innocent blood that was shed. Oh. We take authority, dominion, and power over the demons, over Zeus, over the spirits of war that would want to start. The warfare again. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the devils that want to just fight and fight and fight and fight in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over all the human lives over there. Asking you, Father, to have mercy and to preserve life in Jesus' name. Your hand is upon the situation, Lord, and we thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Well, a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. Uh, We are a Christian Internet church. 
and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday and Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, that <clears throat> excuse me, you're continuing to bring uh, new people to this ministry on the Internet that they might grow and learn and become all that you want them to be, Lord. We ask you to help people, Lord, be consistent in their attendance in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Father, that when they are not able to join us live, that they will recast the broadcast and find out what they missed because there's quite a bit that you have been sharing with us. We are a non-denominational, Protestant, international, Internet church founded in the love of Jesus Christ. And we welcome you in Jesus' name. We encourage you to join us on our website. And our website is MiracleInternetChurch.com. Amen. When the page comes up, if you're on a, a tablet or a laptop or a desktop computer across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link. And when the page changes, Click guest. When the page changes again, uh, type in your name, one of the names that's on your birth certificate, just one of them will do, and your greeting to the saints, and the saints will greet you in return. Amen? Praise the Lord. And we also uh, would like you to consider joining us on Sunday. We are here live on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S., and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. Amen? Should you not be able to join us, you can always recast the sermon, recast the broadcast from our archives, and that's located across the banner on our webpage as well. Amen? Amen. Now, there's some of you that joined us um, not too long ago, and we have a link that says become a member of Miracle Internet Church, but you'll need to fill out the information under that link. Amen? Amen. If you're in, on a cell phone, um, you may use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com, and when the page comes up, there'll be three white lines across a black background. Click the three white lines. They open up all the other links to you, and you can find what you need in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So we want to thank the Lord that we're all safe and sound and that um, the world is still here. Jesus is still working on us. Praise the Lord. I want to thank him for that because all of us need help from the Lord. So the Bible says, but now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Amen. Anger can sometimes be a symptom of hurt or frustration, but we have been taught to take our anger, our hurt, our frustration to our Heavenly Father. 
because he understands us and loves us. Heavenly Father, the hurt we've received and the frustrations we have felt cause anger to develop in our lives. We bring our angers to you now, and we ask you to replace it with your healing love. You are the healer of all of our inner hurts, frustrations, wounds, and disappointments. Thank you, Lord, for nurturing in our lives. Father, we thank you for Jesus, who is our high priest. Though he was tempted in all the ways that we've been tempted, he remained without sin. But we know he understands our anger, and we believe he will lead us to freedom from its torment in our lives, and we thank him for that. Lord God, you are full of mercy and grace. We ask you to apply your mercy and grace to the hurts we've received. Please let your balm of Gilead heal each one. We thank you for the blood stripes of Jesus. Lord, thank you for inviting us to cast all of our cares upon you. We do so now by surrendering our frustrations, our hurts, and our cares to you to maintain an attitude of kindness, mercy, and patience toward others. Help us also to forsake worrying, judging, criticizing others, which leads to frustrations and anger. Teach us to forgive those who hurt us at all times. Help us always to deal with anger in positive, righteous, and constructive ways. Amen. With your help, Lord. We will never let the sun go down on our wrath again. It is our heartfelt desire to always follow your perfect way and will in all things and to pursue the most excellent way of all, the way of love. Thank you for lifting the burden of anger from us. Through your guidance and leadership in our lives, we know we will learn to cease from anger and to forsake all wrath. We respond to your love, dear Father, and as we do so, the anger we were feeling is fading away. Thank you very much for your love, your children. Amen. So, saints. You know, the Bible says that offenses will come. They will. It's not that people set out necessarily to offend us. It's just that it happens. You know, it's like that. That's life. But, Father, in the name of Jesus, right now we forgive every event, every situation, every person, every entity that caused us damage and hurt feelings, and woundedness, and brokenheartedness, and frustrations and such. We forgive the entire event and the circumstances leading up to it and whatever took place. We just choose by an act of our will to forgive, Lord. Amen. We choose of our will to forgive. We forgive ourselves. 
we forgive you, and we forgive whatever else needs to be forgiven in the situation. And we thank you for healing and cleansing, Father, in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord, to walk in your peace and not to become uptight sometimes, you know. Sometimes we're in a tense situation because our emotions are what's involved. There's an attachment of some sort. And sometimes when separation must occur, pain comes. So, Lord, we ask you to heal the source of the pain. Bring us your comfort, Holy Spirit. Pour out the love of God. And we thank you for all that you will do. Thank you for releasing your grace and in Jesus' name, amen. You know, saints, you know, we've, we've grown and we've gotten older, and some of those things are still down in the crevices of our lives. We think we've forgiven and gone on, but maybe we did as much as we could at the time. Maybe there's a time coming soon when God's going to take us a little deeper into some issues. Well, we think we have already you know, done all we can do, because only God knows how deep it really is. Sometimes we can't we can't get it all in one sweep. Amen? Sometimes God has to help us. Sometimes we have difficulty letting go, and we need to ask the Father for grace to let go. Amen? We need to ask the Father for grace to let go. Some things is just hard. We're human. We're but dust, okay? We're but dust. And so we need help. We need our God. Now, other people may not want him, but we know we need him. And maybe one day they will they will learn that they need him too. But until such time, we know that we need God. So when you when you're in those situations and your emotions are boiling, you got to take a moment to speak to your emotions and say, now, look, it's time to calm down. Just calm down. And you might have to keep telling yourself that. Keep speaking to your emotions because your spirit, man, should rise up at some point. you got to keep telling your emotions, calm down. Jesus is in control. Yes, you're going to make it through this. Try to remember you still have a testimony. Hold on to it. Amen. Just just let it go. Let go now. You know, sometimes it's, it's hard. It's very painful and it's difficult, but you've got to speak to your own emotions and plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over your own feelings. Why? Because they're real. They're alive. They're vibrant, and um, and sometimes you just really need to take authority over them. Don't let them r- run you all over the place, you know. One minute you're angry, the next minute you're frustrated, the next minute you want to explode. Don't let it get that far. Don't let it get that far. Just hold your tongue. Or go someplace where nobody can hear what you're saying but you, God, and the angels, you know. And uh, 
Hold on to that testimony. It's valuable. Sometimes you just have to stop talking and speak to yourself in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. What song? Oh, the blood of Jesus is washing me white as snow. Oh, the blood of Jesus is washing me white as snow. Sometimes you have to step away from the heat of whatever's going on. Sometimes you have to remove yourself physically. It's that intense. And you have to have this kind of talk with yourself. Okay, God is going to take us, take me through this today. Tears may come. Well, they just come. That's why we've got them, you know. It's not just to lubricate our eyeballs. There's more to it than that. And you can't run when God is ready to work. Remember, we've come to that understanding with the Lord. When God's ready to start opening up, he's going to move a scab, okay? And you might be crying, but it's okay. He's there to dry your tears. Amen? Sometimes we have attachments that are deep in us. Sometimes there's a lot of sentiment involved. And God clearly understands where we are. He had to speak to me sharply last week and tell me to stop grieving. And I had to stop. I couldn't take it a second further. Why? Because you have to learn over time with God to turn on a dime, so to speak. That's what we call it. So you have to just do that. You got to grow up. That's it's just it's just that simple. You got to grow up. You got to let it go and 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 grow up. You got to grow up. It's just the way it is. Jesus wants us to act like him. So that means we can't keep doing what we used to do back then and we're going to bring it forward. No, we're not. We're going to leave it back there where we were supposed to leave it. Amen. Amen. So we all have our difficult moments. We all have times when we are tried and tested and tempted. But we got to hold on to Jesus. Amen? Don't be mad at yourself because you got mad. Forgive yourself because you got mad, okay? And then you went to sleep and you woke up and thought about it some more and got mad all over again. Well, do it again. Amen? Do it again. Just keep doing it till you get the victory. Amen? That's that's the way it is. You're still human. Yes, you're born again. Yes, the Spirit of God lives in you. Yes, the Godhead lives in you. Yes, the love of God is in you. And you're still human. And you're still growing. And you're still learning. Come on. And you're still overcoming. So you got mad at God for all of about three minutes. Okay, forgive God and then repent of getting mad at him and then and then forgive yourself and keep going. Amen? We're, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to sit there on it all week long. We're not going to pout and sulk all week long. We're going to get over it and go on. Why? Because something else is right behind it. Amen? And we got to be ready for something else. <laughs> Amen? It's a real world. You know, as long as you're on this planet, you're going to go through things. So don't drag it out. Try to get on through it 
and let the Lord help you. He comes to comfort you, and you tell him you don't want to be comforted. Well, you need to be comforted. Humble your little self and receive his comfort, okay? Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes we think in our mind that we've already dealt with an issue, but then the circumstance comes and it unearths it all over again. And we go, I thought I was finished with that. Well, let's handle it. We know what to do. We got we got enough scripture now. We know what to do. We know what God expects. Got to get it done. And we can't let our emotions just sit on top of us all day and say, I'm not moving. Okay? Amen. Yes, it's going to take some work. You might even have to fast. But that's okay. You just keep going till you get your head through, till you get through, till you get your breakthrough. Amen? If you quit, that's when the devil wins. But if you just keep going forward with God, you'll make it through. Just don't quit, all right? And if you quit for five minutes, okay, your five-minute quit is up, you get right back up and get back to war, okay? All right. Jesus loves you and Pastor loves you too. Amen? I hope that little that little um, exhortation helps everybody because I don't know any people that don't have emotions and feelings. I don't think I want to know any of those either. <laughs> Amen? Praise God. So tonight we're going to pray some more. Yes, we're going to pray some more. We're going to pray some more. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you open your hand and you satisfy the desire of every living thing. You are righteous in all your ways and holy in all your works. You are close unto all them that call upon you and that call upon you in truth. Amen. Cause us to hear your loving kindness in the morning because we're trusting you. Cause us to know the way wherein we should walk, for we're lifting up our soul to you, Lord. We need you. Father, we thank you for the armor of God. And we ask you to repair the chinks in our armor. In Jesus' name, amen. From time to time, we get a hit, and it's a hard one. But we thank you for restoring us in that area, Lord. We thank you that our loins are girt about with the spirit of truth. We have on the breastplate of righteousness, and our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Forgive us, Father, for all the vain imaginations and evil thoughts that we have just let run through us and we didn't bother to stop them or bind them or pull them down or cast them away or anything. Forgive us for that. We're forgiving ourselves. And we're forgiving each other because we need each other's love and support. Amen? Amen. We continue to wear the helmet of salvation and we take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We thank you for the shield of faith so that we can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, Lord. 
We thank you that we're covered with the blood and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. Yes, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast down all the imaginations and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. Well, Lord, when we think, why me? Why is this happening to me? I haven't done anything to anybody lately. Why is this happening to me? Well, there's no temptation come you that is not common to all mankind. Sooner or later, it happens to all of us. It's all right. You have victory in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to walk in divine health. And by the way, the doctor says I have 20-20 vision. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. So, you're the God who heals all of our diseases, and by your stripes, we are healed. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons and all of their attacks. Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks. We bind the psychic ability of every kundalini spirit in the name of Jesus Christ, and we shut it down in Jesus' name. We bind all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, Smart dust and drone spirits in their attacks, sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, 
all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all pain, afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, ringing in the ear attacks, in Jesus' name. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind controlled by the occult. We send the ringing in the ear attack back right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The ringing in the ear attack, we send it back from whence it came according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We thank you for the judgment of the Lord reaching those entities in Jesus' name. We bind force feedback, cyber stalk crimes, cyber sex, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Father. We bind all free-flying demons in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components. Everything targeted against us from what we call outer space or other galaxies, we bind every aurora that is sent as a weapon against us in Jesus' name. All beams sent against us as a weapon in Jesus' name. Anything coming off of an orbit, Sent as a weapon against us in Jesus' name, we return to sender according to the covenant. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for this. We give you the praise. We def- thank you, Lord. Every, any attack coming from any star or any planet, gaseous or otherwise, in Jesus' name, through the satellite, to the cell towers, and through our devices, in Jesus' name. We return all such attacks to the senders in the name of Jesus Christ. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians, we bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, Arabian, from England, from France, from Italy, from Greece. All the nations 
bordering the Mediterranean. We bind your witchcraft and your occult in Jesus' name. We loose ourselves from it in Jesus' name. We bind the evil work in Togo in the name of Jesus. In the Ivory Coast, we bind you in the name of Jesus. In Ghana, we bind you in the name of Jesus. In Chad, we bind you in the name of Jesus. In Nigeria, we bind you in the name of Jesus. In Peru, we bind you in the name of Jesus. In India, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind all cults and their religious activities and antichrist spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Every false religion is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind covens of witches, covens of warlocks, covens of wizards, sorcerers, diviners, pagans. We take authority, dominion, and power over covens of globalists in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their wickedness in the name of Jesus Christ. We push back with the name of Jesus, the power in the name of Jesus. We push back against your agendas and against your plans and against your wickedness. And we ask you, Father, to uncover every hidden thing in the name of Jesus Christ. So much more needs to be uncovered, Father. And you are the revealer of secrets. We bind every coven under the umbrella of the Illuminati in Jesus' name. We bind the WEF, the WHO, and the UN in the name of Jesus and their wicked agendas, their antichrist agendas. We bind every non-governmental agency or organization coven that does the work of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the covens of the left in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the covens of the left in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the pro-abortion cult. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the cult of sex traffickers. In the name of Jesus. We bind the cult of child traffickers. 
Ringi de Abrisa de Yoraha de Dedia, Reke de Abrisha de Abroca de Abrisha. The kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. We take their lives back by force in the name of Jesus. Runda de Abreca de Diosula la dea, Ringa de Abrisha de Diosula la diosur, Regisa barrugo de Resi, Ringi de Abrisha la dea. Lord, you came to set the captive free. We ask you where the trafficking is concerned to set the captives free, Father, in the name of, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We ask you to set the captives free in Jesus' name. Yes, Holy Spirit. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs trapping them into their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We we bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, file, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness. Of the righteous in Christ Jesus, we bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food lust, food addictions, and gluttony, all addictions and gluttony. We bind false flags. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling the satellites and against the satellites and against the website and the app, binding all abortions as mag- as a magical ritual, binding all abortions as a magical ritual, 
binding and returning to sender, all black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, all Cameroonian wizardry in Jesus' name, all tribal rituals and voodoo, all tribal rituals and other occult practices in the name of Jesus Christ, binding the demons of seances in the name of Jesus Christ, binding the dances that uh, evoke the demons in the name of Jesus Christ, binding all Chaldean witchcraft wherever it comes from. Binding the bitterness of the Chaldeans in Jesus' name. Binding all Spanish witchcraft, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts, binding magical spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energies. Boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon and all other underwater devils, powers, principalities, and stripping them of their crowns and their powers, transferring back to Jesus Christ, binding all conjurations and summonings of demons, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, Magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic, and Jewish magic by practitioners, divining practices, magic spells, potions, amulets, bowls, precious stones, and incantations. Woo, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy fables, enchantments, la-la land, False religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work. Mind control, apathy, unyielding nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Mole, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris. Isis, on all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signal, and we return their afflictions 
to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge. We bind uh, the rituals. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, the rituals of every secret society, and the demons that are invoked in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for freedom in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And that of every associated organization in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, foolishness of our own opinions, being misled and misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind the traditions and customs rooted in sin. Amen. And we renounce and denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control is in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. But the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief. Father, we ask you to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command you to leave us. Every devil coming through the computer or through our cell phones or our email or web pages, we bind them and we return the curses in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Palestine and for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially the January 6th prisoners and those who have been are being persecuted and left behind in some other place like Afghanistan or somewhere else. We lift Julian Assange to you. Thank you, Lord. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. And we cover our mode of transportation, whatever that may be. We take authority, dominion, and power over interferences in the road. And we forbid them to cross our path. We thank you for the angels going before us. We thank you, Lord, for the wall of fire that protects us with your glory in the midst. 
We thank you for the warring linking angels and their shields. We pull down the shields, the false shields of the occult or the cult in the name of Jesus and the enemies of the cross in the name of Jesus Christ. And we pull down their protection in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we give you praise. And we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over uh, demons of the night or day, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone, anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. And we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for your angels protecting us and our property throughout the day and night. And we appreciate the word of God covering us in Jesus' name. We pull out. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, anything sent to us from the demonic realm, and we return it to sender in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut and burn and destroy silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy and blow up walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, satanists, globalists, shamans, nanotechnology, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. And we break and destroy all love spells, charms, vexes, hexes, and curses, psychic prayers, and thoughts, all witchcraft, bewitchments, death spirits, voodoo, sorcery, magic, spells, fetishes, charms, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic warfare, incantations, incense and candle burnings, ungodly prayer chains, psychic powers. We send that back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack must go back. Every attack, chanting, ungodly blessings, tribal rituals and sins, root works and crystals. We send it all back in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we send it all back. Thank you, Lord. We bind all spirit guides in the name of Jesus Christ, and we forbid you from influencing us or our family members in the name of Jesus. We bind spirits of murder. We send them back. We send back spirits of bitterness and hate, jealousy and envy, sorcery and wizardry in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We send back spirits of blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. And we thank you, Lord for destroying the yokes in our lives that you did not give us because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Thank you, Lord. We cast all of our care upon you, Lord, and we thank you for true repentance living in our lives, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you praise and glory, and we thank you for your love. And we release over the members of Miracle Internet Church the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let everybody say amen. So tonight, saints, where our featured psalm is Psalm 35. And our verse for meditation uh, comes, our verse for meditation comes from the book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 22, verse 29. Thank you, Lord. Our featured ebook is Spiritual Protection Bible Study Warfare. 
Yes, yes, yes. Amen. God is on our side. Yes, God is on our side. Saints, the Lord is waiting for us to obey his holy word. Yes, by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. This message is focused on three blessings which the Lord died for us to receive and enjoy. The first of these is freedom from fear. Freedom from fear. Amen. Freedom from fear. Amen. Freedom from fear. That's what God died for us to have. Freedom from fear. If you'll join me in Psalm 46, Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, through, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Can you say amen? So, saints, the psalmist reminds us of what we already know. Amen. God is the one who shelters us from the pursuit of enemies, danger, or trouble. The Lord of hosts, the Lord God of war, is with us, the God of Jacob, who was running from trouble, is our refuge. Amen. He's our refuge. The Lord is the one who makes us safe. It's not treaties between nations. It's the Lord himself. He makes us safe. He is our haven. In times of distress. So there is no reason at all for fear of anything, person, or situation. 
So there is no reason at all for fear of anything, person, or situation. Our Lord himself is our security. Now, you know, the Lord was dealing with us not so long ago about all these insecurities we keep holding on to. He himself is our security. Think about that. He himself is our security. He himself is our protection. The Lord himself is our security and our protection. God does not delay in helping us. He does not delay his helping us. The commander of the armies of heaven is here among us. He is always ready to rescue us. Point saying, you must come to know that he is God. It has to be more than an idea in your mind. It has to be an inner knowing deep within you. You've got to know that he is God. You have to seek the Lord for yourself to get to the root of your own fears. You see, they want to hide in you. But you've got to want them to go. Amen? God doesn't deliver us from, as they used to say it, our friends, but our enemies. As long as your fear is is the security blanket you're using, I don't think you're going to let go. you got to decide that it's got to go. Amen? Yes, the demons can be cast out. But you have to stop going back into fear, going back into fear, getting fear cast out, going back into fear over and over again. Amen? You must needs be stopped. You're going to choose to believe God and bind your lying demons or you'll be in sin. Amen? Or you'll be in sin. Because the Bible says in Romans that whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Uh Uh-huh. Amen. The Bible says in Romans, let God be true, but every man a liar. God is true, and everyone that doesn't agree with God is a liar. That's the bottom line. Many of your fear feelings are still there because You keep them 
on board as familiar buddies. You've been clinging on to them for way too long. You're used to them. They know you and you know them. But saints, that's not going to work with God. He's holy. You let them convince you of lies, outright outlandish lies that defy all reasonable logic. Yes, you do. You sure do. Yes, you do. Dumb demons tell dumb lies. Get the point? Dumb demons tell dumb lies. Got it now? Many saints give help to their own deception. Yes, this is one of the wicked ways which you are commanded to turn away from. Why, saints, do you agree in your thoughts with the demons? You're supposed to run them off. You're supposed to bind them. Please explain this to your Savior. By all means, please explain this to your Savior. Then, after you have done that, see if you can convince the Holy Spirit of your answer. That's right. Explain it to your Savior and then see if you can convince the Holy Spirit the word is wrong and you are right. Try that one. Let me know how it turns out. Amen? Amen. Let's see how that comes out. So, let's go to Psalm 56. Psalm 56, beginning with verse 3. Psalm 56, beginning with verse 3. What time I am afraid. I will trust in thee. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Somebody needs to take these two scriptures And put them wherever it is you see things, whether it's on the refrigerator or it's on the bathroom mirror or wherever you go, at eye level to you. And every time you go to that afraid thing, go go right to your scriptures. Go right to your scriptures and say them out loud till you get it. Amen? Verse 9, Psalm 56, verse 9. When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. God is for me. 
you got to come to understand things, that even when you're wrong, God is still for you. Even when you're wrong. Remember when you weren't saved, you were wrong. God was still pulling for you. You got to know that that didn't change. He's always going to be for you, even when you land on your backside. And he'll help you get up. But you can't just sit there and whine. Amen? You can't just sit there and whine because that's what you're used to doing. Psalm 118, verse 6. Psalm 118, verse 6. Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What? Can man do unto me? The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse three. Second Thessalonians. Chapter 3, verse 3. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. The Lord is faithful to keep you from evil, to establish you in righteousness and keep you from evil. But you have to believe that he'll do that. Amen? You've got to believe that this is what God will do. Amen? You've got to believe that this is what God will do. Amen? Second Timothy 1.7. Second Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. but of power and of love and of a sound mind. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen? God didn't give it to you. There's no reason to keep it. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord has come to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. So, saints, since our God has come to free us from our own fears, regardless of the source, why not obey him and allow him to work a miracle in us? Why not obey him and allow him to work miracles in us? Why not? You know, there are persons who believe themselves to be in a position where they don't have any fear at all. 
and maybe they are there. But I would rather go before the Lord and let him do the examining than for me to walk in presumption and think that all my fears are conquered when in truth they are not. Amen? The Bible says that God desires truth in the inward part. That's something to ponder. Amen? Praise the Lord. Because you know the Bible says who can know his own sins? Who knows what's, what's really down in there? The heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? Well, you have to be exposed to the spirit of truth for him to unveil it and to reveal. Amen. Praise God. So, hopefully we have all decided to allow God to set us free because he came to do just that. He came to be our deliverer. Please allow him to deliver you. Amen? Allow him to deliver you. So, saints, our Lord also died for us to live worry-free lives. To live worry-free lives. So the reason that we're not continuously walking in the freedom from worry is, I'll let you fill in the blank. The reason that we're not continuously looking in the freedom from worry is, okay, let's go to Psalm 55:22, so we can understand God's point of view. He gives direct instructions that we are expected to execute. Amen. Psalm 55, verse 22. Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord. Direction to be executed. Cast, throw thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Well, do you believe that? Even when the tide of battle runs strongly against us, yes, even when those whom we have befriended in good faith have turned on us and betrayed us, when they have no intention whatsoever of keeping their word or their commitment, what? is a saint to do. What is a saint to do? When they look you in the eye and proceed to tell you the worst lie that you have ever heard. When they plot behind your back for your demise and downfall. What is a saint to do? What is a saint to do? 
Well, a saint of the Most High God who lives in faith already knows that God has their back. A saint of the Most High God who lives in faith already knows that God has their back. If they have devised a scheme against you, God already has the solution. God already has the solution. God already has the solution. Amen? God already has the solution. Amen. Now, do you believe that? Why worry? Maintain your peace. Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will carry them. Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will carry them. He will not allow the godly to slip or fall prey to the enemy. Trust the Lord to save you. And you say, well, I've already been born again. Well, there are other situations to be saved from as well. God can destroy them with their own violence and strife. The Bible says so. Amen. You see, he knows what to do and how to handle it. He always knows. He's God. Amen. So, God wants us to stop being afraid. Fear is a liar. It's always going to bring some untruth to you. You can count on fear doing that, bringing untruth to you. So stop. Put your confidence in God. Put your confidence in God. Since you are trusting God, what can humans made of dust do to you? Mm-hmm. Psalm 3, beginning with verse 5. Psalm 3, beginning with verse 5. Psalm 3, beginning with verse 5. I laid me down and slept. I awakened for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Amen? I will not be afraid. That You have to come to that. You have to allow the Lord to bring you there so that you can say, I will not be afraid of whatever. Amen? 
We have to allow the Lord to do some things. Matthew chapter 6, verse 28. Matthew chapter 6, verse 28. And why take ye thought for raiment, for clothes? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What are we going to wear? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So take, therefore, no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. There's enough trouble in one day. We don't need to borrow trouble up the road. Amen? Amen. We can handle that in Christ. We can surely. Yes, they will twist your words, but you can bind Leviathan and send his twistings back on him. Amen? You can do that in Christ Jesus. You can do that. You can do that. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Plea to you. Isaiah fifty four verse seventeen. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. This is our inheritance. Our right standing, it comes from the Lord. He says so. Our inheritance says that there is no weapon that is formed against us that will be able to prosper. And all of those tongues that rise up to judge us, we shall condemn. Amen? We shall condemn. Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. That means all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. You see, there is a danger that once we've learned to quote a few scriptures that we stop with the quoting. No, we must go further. 
and we must plant the word in our hearts regularly so that it will be a restrictor, a barrier of such, to keep us out of the wrong way and to rise up within us as faith when we need it. It's nice to be able to quote it. It's better to allow it to rise up within us and do spiritual warfare. Amen? So, since Jesus said he's given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us, did he tell the truth? I'm going to let you determine that. Amen? I've chosen to believe him. I hope you'll join me. Say, learn to cast or throw your burden upon the Lord. Yes, I know they're coming at you fast. Keep throwing. He shall sustain, strengthen, support, encourage, help, assist, and comfort you. He's not going to ever fail you but allow him to direct your steps. Peter chapter 5, verse 7. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. God loves you. He says so. And he says, that we're to cast our cares on him. He can handle them. I know we think that we can, but he does a better job than we do. Amen? Amen. So, God tells us in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Well, saints, there have been persons that have so believed these scriptures that when they were met with the physical circumstance, they overcame. They took God at his word, literally. And when the circumstance came, they overcame. So, God says to his people, don't be afraid. When you feel the fear rising, attack it. When you feel the fear creeping up on you, turn and attack. You are hit when you go through deep flood stage and continuous trouble, our God will be with us. 
When we wade through the seas of trouble, God promises to be with us. He alone is our deliverer and rescuer. Look to him and live. When we are surrounded by the fires of oppression, we will not be burned. The flame will not consume us. So don't be afraid. God will be with you always. He promised that in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. You know, some of us live in regions where we have severe weather conditions. And we know what it is to stare into the face of a weather situation that has the potential to do us great harm, not only ourselves but others. But you see, once you become firmly grounded in the word of God, you have a strength and a stability that you did not have before. And it enables you to face whatever you must face and to overcome. Amen? To face what you must face and to overcome. So Jesus says to us in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Am with you always, even unto the end of the world. God does not desert us, saints. Let us not desert him. Amen? God does not desert us. Let us not desert him. So Jesus came to give us freedom from fear, freedom from worry, and justice. Justice simply means giving to each person what is due to them. It expands, expounds rather impartiality and fairness, righteous dealings and action. Justice is moral rightness. In the world, it may be based on ethics or rationality or law or natural law or religion or even equity. But God is always just. God is always just. It is the outworking of his character and nature. God is always just. There's no room for him to be otherwise. He does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. There is no shadow of turning in him. Amen? 
he cannot be unjust because God alone is the definition and standard for true justice. Amen? He is the standard for true justice. And so we come to him requesting adjudication, requesting judgment from the righteous judge concerning situations that are troubling, knowing that he will answer, knowing that he will answer. Psalm 89, verse 14, Psalm 89, verse 14, justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Truth shall go before thy face. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Justice symbolizes fair and equal administration of the law without corruption, greed, prejudice, or undue favor. From a biblical view, justice means to make it right. To make it right. This standard sets a right people living in right relationship with God. This standard sets a right people living in right relationship with God. Really? Yes. Yes. Yes, we deserve to be dead by now. But God in his mercy and truth released his grace when we did what the word said to do. And so in his love, he could declare us not guilty through Jesus Christ. Standard sets a right people living in right relationship with one another. That's right. People have all kinds of differing opinions and attitudes and beliefs about certain situations. But God's justice clears the airways and makes way for truth to have the last word. Standard sets the right people living in right relationship with God, in right relationship with one another, and with God's intent for his creation. You see, there are people who actually believe that the earth is not the Lord's, but rather theirs. But that's not the truth. The truth is, it is the Lord's. And we should be ever mindful of that. That all that surrounds us, God made. 
and it really is his. That's important for us to understand the principle of ownership. Who actually does own what? Luke chapter 18, beginning with verse 7, tells us something about God in this process of justice. Luke chapter 18, verses 7 through 8. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Hmm. That's right. God does uh, inflict punishment, correction, whatever is needed, and return from injury done against his saints. He does. If you sit back and think about it, you've seen it happen, but you didn't attribute it to God from that perspective. You see, you don't really get away with things like we think we do. Yes, you get forgiven. Yes, they get forgiven, but you don't really get away with things, if you know what I mean. God will punish our enemies. He will do so. This is one reason that we do not hold grudges. In Romans chapter 12, verse 19, Romans chapter 12, verse 19, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. You see, none of us knows it all. None of us knows it all. And so none of us can judge the way God does. Why? Because we don't know it all. And we should be humbled by that truth. We should be humbled by that truth. Especially those of us that have a bent toward being judgmental. Those of us that have a bent toward being judgmental should be humbled by the fact and the truth that we don't know it all, but God does. Amen? This is God's department, not ours. It's God's department. So we are encouraged to surrender our anger, surrender our wrath, and our grudges and our judgments that are not right. Amen? Jesus has already given his life's blood for every sin which has ever been committed, is being committed now, and will ever be committed. It's already done. Avenge means to inflict punishment upon the wrongdoer. 
God will repay them so you don't have to. You're off the hook. God does that. When God brings justice to our lives and he avenges us, he takes care to punish the right persons no more than they deserve. What he determines is right. And he does so without causing significant harm to those who could be called bystanders. We are counseled by scripture not to strike back. We are to leave room for God's wrath. No, we do not get to decide and exact the punishment. And no, they don't get away with it either. You know, a lot of people have had a hard time with the forgiveness issue because they think that if they forgive somebody, the person has gotten away with something. But that's just not quite the truth. You don't get away with it. You have to give an account to God, either in this life or the life to come. You don't get, you don't get off the hook. You get forgiveness. Many times we don't die immediately. But you don't get off the hook. You, uh, We are all accountable to God and to varying degrees accountable to each other. Amen? So let me say this again. God, Jesus Christ has already died for every sin that has ever been committed, is being committed now, and ever will be committed. Avenging us is his department, not ours. We must follow our own instructions and guidelines and forgive and cast our burden upon the Lord. We're to be free from any bondage of holding anything against anyone. And yes, people have done some extremely horrendous things. But by the grace of God, he enables us to come to the place where we can let go of whatever it was or whatever it still is and allow him to step in and bring his justice and in some cases his mediation as well. Amen? Our anger must not push us over the boundaries which God has set. Our anger must not push us over the boundaries which God has set. And we must not allow it to. Amen? Isaiah chapter 3. 33, verse 22, Isaiah, 
chapter 33, verse 22. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. He, the Lord, is our king. He will save us. He will save us. Psalm 72, verse 4. Psalm 72, verse 4. He shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy. And shall break in pieces the oppressor. That's good news, saints. That's very good news. Samuel, chapter 8, verse 15. 2 Samuel, chapter 8, verse 15. And David reigned over all Israel, and David executed judgment and justice unto all his people. God assigned David to reign over Israel, and to execute judgment and justice in the lives of his people. Amen? So we need to consider that. First Chronicles chapter 18, verse 14. First Chronicles chapter 18, verse 14. So David reigned over all Israel and executed judgment and justice among all his people. Amen. Proverbs 21, verse 3. Proverbs 21, verse 3. To do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. That's right. To do what is right to begin with is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And if we ask the Lord to lead us in justice and judgment, he will show us what to do and what not to do. Amen? You know, sometimes we think we know what's best situation. And we could very well be wrong. Well, it lines up with this scripture and this one and this one and still be wrong. Amen? Amen. Let the righteous judge lead the way. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Hmm. The zeal 
of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So you say, well, what if I have to take them to court? The Lord will lead you. He will guide you and he will direct you. Amen? But we're not supposed to sit back and plot against people that have done us wrong. I know many times in relationships people do these things, but that's not a part of the character and nature of Jesus Christ. Amen. And it is so. Psalm 56, beginning with verse 6. Psalm 56, beginning with verse 6. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape by iniquity? In thine anger cast down the people, O God. Thou tellest my wandering. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. And I pray, saints, that we have learned tonight that God knows how to handle every situation that went wrong. And we need to let him handle it. Amen? We need to let him handle it. Sometimes we're too emotionally or financially or some other means involved. Sometimes our perspective has become clouded. And we need to back up and allow God to be God in a situation. And I think you know what I mean by that. We need to allow God to be God in a situation. Why? Because we need him to be God. Tell you the truth. Other people need him to be God, too. Other people need him to be God, too. You see, sometimes we think, oh, don't say anything to them. Oh, don't this and don't that. You know, we were trained with these set of what we call manners and etiquette. But there is a time to speak just as there is a time to be silent. And perhaps some of us have kept our silence too long when God would have preferred that we speak out truthfully, yet kindly. Sometimes we have to wait for the right opportunity that God has prepared for us to speak truth to a matter. Amen? You see, sometimes we're a little too eager 
sometimes we have to wait on God. We think we have the answer, but they may not be ready for the answer. Sometimes God has to prepare us for answers. And even after he prepares us, we still find it difficult. Let Jesus lead the way. The Holy Spirit guide us along the path of righteousness for his namesake. Amen? God doesn't take wrong turns. Amen? God doesn't take wrong turns. And when we follow him, we won't either. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's a good thing to trust Jesus. It really is. It's a good thing to trust the Lord. Amen. It's a good thing to trust Jesus. Amen. So you think about what we've talked about tonight. God wants us free from fear free from worry, and free from entanglement that ought not to be. Amen? Praise God. So, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning each nation in the world has its own culture, governance structures, traditions, property, borders, and peoples, we must preserve the diversity and sovereignty of nations and cultures. By globally synchronizing the public health response across the United Nations member states, new powers were granted to the UN and its organizations at the cost of national sovereignty. These universally applied regulations and multilateral agreements have given birth to an enlarged, globalized, administrative state. Although this power grab has been percolating for many decades, the COVID crisis acted as an accelerant to synergize international agreements that advance the UN as a world government. The United Nations has morphed into a Leviathan. Its various agreements and goals seek to centrally dictate the world's economy, migration, reproductive health, monetary systems, digital IDs, environment, agriculture, wages, climate modifications, one world health, and other related globalist programs. To be clear, these are the goals of an organization seeking a globalized command economy, not an organization focused on world peace, ending wars, or human rights. The UN aims to regulate every dimension of our personal 
and national lives. It is working to reduce and eliminate national sovereignty across the world and thereby to decrease our diversity, our traditions, our religions, and our national identities. The UN has partnerships and strategic agreements with member nations as well as other globalist organizations, such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Bank, CEPI, GAVI, the World Trade Organization, the European Union, and the World Economic Forum, known as the WEF. For an example of how the United Nations operates, the WEF, World Economic Forum, and the UN, United Nations, signed a strategic agreement and partnership in 2019. Remember that the World Economic Forum has a commitment to stakeholder capitalism by which private partnerships work control government. The World Economic Forum developed a plan in 2020 to use the COVID crisis to recognize global governance around social issues, including climate change. This plan was called the Great Reset. The WEF is a trade organization representing the world's largest corporation. It repeatedly exploits disruptive technologies to enhance economic growth opportunities for its corporate members. The World Economic Forum is specifically designed to advance the economic power of its global elite members, otherwise known as the billionaire class. As the WEF feeds money into the United Nations through their 2019 strategic agreement, who is managing the conflicts of interest that come with this partnership? Who? Where is the transparency? The UN has 14 specialized organizations under its leadership, all involved in global governance, including the World Health Organization, or WHO. None of these organizations have anything to do with the scope of the original UN Charter, which was focused on ending wars, promoting world peace, and human rights. The UN has been quietly building power for years prior to the pandemic through various agreements and treaties. For instance, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development is a recent example of such an agreement. Agenda 2030 is a treaty for transforming our world and was signed into international law in 2015. This treaty has elevated the United Nations to a position of a self-serving global government bureaucracy. Agenda 2030 has 17 goals and 169 targets, which may widely, vary widely in scope and topic, but almost all of these goals directly affect world governance. Here are just a few examples from the Agenda 2030 Treaty. Is this 
That's what the United Nations should be concerned with. Are these issues more properly addressed by the policies of sovereign nations? We are determined to protect the planet from degradation, including through sustainable consumption and production, sustainably managing its natural resources and taking urgent action on climate change, achieve full and productive employment and decent work for all men and women. Eliminate discriminatory laws, policies, and practices. Adopt policies, especially fiscal, wage, and social protection policies, and progressively achieve greater equality. Facilitate orderly, safe, regular, and responsible migration and mobility of people. By 2030, provide legal identity for all, including birth registration. This is an agenda of unprecedented scope and significance. It is accepted by all countries and is applicable to all. Agenda 2030 is essentially a totalitarian socialist manifesto. These and many more Forceful statements regarding the reduction of national rights are found in this United Nations Treaty. The UN has signed strategic agreements with the largest organizations, corporations, and world powers to fulfill their utopian vision for the world. This is a new world order with unelected officials in control. That means you and I will be ruled by a non-democratic U.N. administrative bureaucracy. This is a form of inverse totalitarianism, a world order based on command economy, one that is at its core both socialist and totalitarian. Now, these goals and targets may be fine for any single nation to undertake, but this is a restructuring of the United Nations beyond its charter. Early in the pandemic, the UN, through its surrogate, the World Health Organization, declared that a global vaccine passport was needed and provided extensive guidance to member nations to standardize vaccine passports worldwide. In response, the leaders of the G20 issued a declaration in 2022 supporting development of a global standard of vaccination for international travel and the establishment of global digital health networks to be built on existing digital COVID-19 vaccine passports. In June 2023, a new initiative between the European Union and the World Health Organization for strategic cooperation on global health issues was announced. This agreement seeks to bolster a robust multilateral system within the World Health Organization at its core, powered by a strong European Union. 
After failing to manage the COVID crisis, the World Health Organization now seeks more money and power to control all aspects of our health and lives. They intend to amend the international health regulations to govern the pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response of future outbreaks, which includes public health emergencies of any type. This includes a major role for the World Health Organization in direct governance as opposed to a guidance-based role. These changes are predicted on G20 global adoption of vaccine passports. These passports will collect and contain private health data and will enable surveillance, tracking, and control of individuals and populations worldwide. The passports will include not only COVID-19 vaccine data, but the status of all vaccinations. It will become a world-digitized passport, including personal health information that the United Nations has no right to access. The G20 Joint Declaration regarding vaccine passports and future pandemics is a declaration on how future pandemics will be handled. It states, we acknowledge the importance of shared technical standards and verification methods under the framework of the IHR 2005 to facilitate seamless international travel, interoperability, and recognizing digital solutions and non-digital solutions, including proof of vaccination. We support continued international dialogue and collaboration on the establishment of trusted global digital health networks as part of the efforts to strengthen prevention and response to future pandemics that should capitalize and build on the success of existing standards and digital COVID-19 certificates. Yeah, I know that was a mouthful. The G20 is also working with the International Monetary Fund, the financial agency of the UN, the World Bank, which has a founding treaty relationship with the UN and the Bank for International Settlements to formalize use of central bank digital currencies in banking systems. The Bank for International Settlements specifically refers to the disruption caused by COVID-19 as a justification to create central bank digital currencies. The pandemic has allowed world leaders to coalesce global administrative power under the guise of public health through the administrative bureaucracy of the UN. Public health has been weaponized to gain control of passports, travel, banking, the environment, and the international economy. This is a gross violation of the individual's right to privacy, national sovereignty, and the UN Charter. It is just a matter of time before these vaccine passports will be coupled with central bank digital currency. Then the passports can be used to deny the unvaccinated or other political dissenters access to travel and use of their own money. 
wants international passports, central bank digital currencies, command economy aspects of the UN's Agenda 2030, and the World Health Organization amendments to the jars are put into place, the groundwork for a new world order will be complete. A global administrative state whose core power resides with the UN will become a spider web of rules, regulations, agreements, and treaties within which individuals and nations will be trapped like flies. This new global governance will be virtually unbreakable. From there, it is only a matter of time before national sovereignty becomes obsolete. This is a reality unless we fight to stop this madness. For this reason, the power of the United Nations must be exposed and curtailed. Globalists seeking to advance their agendas are using the model of the European Union, whereby rules and regulations stymie national sovereignty to build a worldwide system of control. All must fight this takeover at the local, national, and international level. We must use the courts, our legislators, media, public protests, and the power vested in our national and state sovereignty to fight this. If all else fails, individual nations may need to withdraw from the UN's new world order in order to remain free. Let's work together to keep our personal and national sovereignty safe for future generations. A new world order is not needed, is not acceptable, and we the people and our sovereign governments should unequivocally reject this globalized takeover. So, this speech was and was written and then delivered at the International Crisis Summit held in the Palace of the Parliament in Romania. So, on November 18th of this year. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. A little-known surveillance program tracks more than a trillion domestic phone records within the United States each year. According to a letter that was sent by U.S. Senator Ron Wyden to the Department of Justice on Sunday, challenging the program's legality, according to the letter, a surveillance program now known as Data Analytical Services, DAS, has for more than a decade allowed federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies to mine the details of Americans' calls analyzing the phone records of countless people who are not suspected of any crime, including victims. Using a technique known as chain analysis, the program targets not only those in direct phone contact with a criminal suspect, but anyone with whom these individuals have been in contact as well. The DES program, formerly known as Hemisphere, is run in coordination with the telecom giant AT&T, 
which captures and conducts analysis of U.S. call records for law enforcement agencies from local police and sheriff's departments to U.S. customs offices and postal inspections across the country, according to a White House memo uh, that was reviewed. Records show that the White House has, for the past decade, provided more than $6 million to the program. I don't recall them asking me for permission to do that, which allows the targeting of the records of any calls that use AT&T's infrastructure, a maze of routers and switches that crisscross the United States. In a letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Sunday, Senator Wyden wrote that he had serious concerns about the legality of the DES program, adding that troubling information he'd received would justifiably outrage many Americans and other members of Congress. That information, which Wyden says the DOG confidentially provided to him, is considered sensitive but unclassified by the U.S. government. meaning that while it possesses no risk to national security, federal officials like Wyden are forbidden from disclosing it to the public, according to the senator's letter. AT&T spokesperson Kim Hart Johnson declined the request to comment on the DES program, saying only that the company is required by law to comply with a lawful subpoena. There is no law requiring AT&T to store decades' worth. Hold on. There we go. Decades' worth. Where am I? Lost my space. Something popped up on the screen, and I had to get rid of it. Okay. Of Americans' call records for law enforcement purposes. Documents show that AT&T officials have attended law enforcement conferences in Texas as recently as 2018 to train police officials on how best to utilize AT&T's voluntary, albeit revenue-generating, assistance. In 2020, the Transparency Collective Distributive Denial of Secrets published hundreds of gigabytes of law enforcement data stolen from agencies around the U.S. A review of the files unearths extraordinary detail regarding the processes and justifications that agencies use to monitor the call records of not only criminal suspects, but of their spouses, children, parents, and friends. While DAS is managed under a program devoted to drug trafficking, a leaked file from the North California Regional Intelligence Center shows that local police agencies, such as those in Daly City and Oakland, requested DAS data for unsolved cases seemingly unrelated to drugs. In one instance, an officer with the Oakland Police Department asked for a hemisphere analysis to identify the phone number of a suspect by analyzing the calls of the suspect's close friend. In another, a San Jose 
law enforcement officer asked the Northern California Regional Intelligence Center to identify a victim and material witness in an unsuspected, unspecified case. One officer soliciting information from AT&T under the program wrote, we obtained six months of call data for a suspect's phone, as well as several close associations, his girlfriend, father, sister, mother. The records do not indicate how AT&T responds to every request. Leaked law enforcement files further show that a range of officials from a U.S. Postal Service inspector to a New York Department of Corrections parole officer participated in DAS training sessions. Other participants include Port Authorities and members of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, National Guard, and California Highway Patrol. Alongside scores of smaller agencies. First disclosed by the New York Times and set as Hemisphere, the DAS program renamed in 2013 has since flown largely under the radar. That's why they changed the name. Internal records concerning the program's secrecy that were obtained by the newspaper at the time show that law enforcement had long been instructed to never refer to Hemisphere in any official document. Following the Times story, former U.S. President Barack Obama reportedly suspended funding for the Hemisphere program in 2013, and while discretionary funding was withheld over the following three years, a White House memo shows that individual law enforcement organizations across the U.S., were permitted to continue contracting with AT&T directly in order to maintain access to its data mining service. Funding resumed under former President Donald Trump, but was halted again in 2021, according to the White House memo. Last year, under President Joe Biden, the funding resumed once more. The memo says the White House acknowledged an inquiry but has yet to provide a comment. The DAS DAS program is maintained under an affiliated program called HIDT, funded by the White House's Office of National Drug Control Policy, ONDCP. HIDTA, or High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area, is a designation assigned to three 33 different regions of the U.S., according to the White House. The first five regions, mapped out in 1990, included areas around Los Angeles, Houston, Miami, New York, and the entire U.S.-Mexico border, some of the nation's most active drug trafficking areas. The collection of call record data under DAS is not wiretapping, which on U.S. soil requires a warrant-based on probable cause. Call records stored by AT&T do not include recordings of any conversations. Instead, the records include a range of identifying information, such as the caller, recipient's names, phone numbers, and the dates and times they place calls, 
for six months or more at a time. Documents released under public records law show that the DAS program has been used to produce location information on criminal criminal suspects and their known associates, a practice deemed unconstitutional without a warrant in 2018. Requests concerning location information require the highest level of legal demand, which is a court-issued warrant, except in emergency situations. AT&T's Hart Johnson said, orders targeting a nexus of individuals are sometimes called community of interest subpoenas, a phrase that among privacy advocates is synonymous with dragnet surveillance. The scale of the data available and routinely searched for the benefit of law enforcement under the Hemisphere Project is stunning in its scope, Wyden's letter to Garland says. The White House has provided at least $6.1 million in discretionary funding to the DES program since 2013, according to a two-page memo authored last year by White House officials. The internal HIDTA participant guide shows that HIDTA funding exceeds $280 million in 2020 alone. It remains unclear how much HIDTA funding is spent to support AT&T's vast collection of American call records. It is not currently known how far back the call records accessible under DAS go. A slide deck released under the Freedom of Information Act in 2014 states that up to 10 years' worth of records can be queried under the program, a statistic that contrasts with other internal documents that claimed AT&T could reach decades into the past. How interesting. AT&T's competitors, meanwhile, typically retain call records for no more than two years. The necessity for phone companies to track call records for extended periods of time has gradually decreased appearance of long-distance charges. The scale of the data available to and routinely searched for for the benefit of law enforcement under the Hemisphere Project is stunning in its scope. One law enforcement official described the Hemisphere product project as AT&T super search engine and Google on steroids, according to emails released by the Drug Enforcement Administration under the Freedom of Information Act. The ONDCP slide deck and an email released by the DEA also revealed that AT&T searches records kept by its wholesale division, which carries communications on behalf of other communications companies and their customers. Another slide deck released by ONDCP and published by the press in 2014 describes the specific capabilities of Hemisphere including that it can be used to identify alternate numbers used by a target, obtain location data, and two levels of call detail records for one target number. 
meaning the phone records of everyone who communicated with the target. The Hemisphere Project has been supported by regular funding from the White House ONDCP since 2009, according to the attached undated white paper that ONDCP provided to my office on October 27, 2022, Appendix A. That same document reveals that White House funding for this program was suspended by the Obama administration in 2013, the same year the program was exposed by the press, but continued with other federal funding under a new generic-sounding program name, Data and Analytical Services. ONDCP funding for this surveillance program was quietly resumed by the Trump administration in 2017, paused again in 2021, first year of the Biden administration, and then quietly restarted again in 2022. Although the Hemisphere Project is paid for with with federal funds, they are delivered to AT&T through an obscure grant program, enabling the program to skip an otherwise mandatory federal privacy review. If the funds came directly from a federal agency such as the DEA, Hemisphere would have been subjected to a mandatory privacy impact assessment conducted by the Department of Justice, Office of Privacy and Civil Liberties, the findings of which would be made public. Instead, the ONDCP provides funding for the program through the Houston High-Intensity Drug Trafficking Area, one of 33 regional funding organizations as a part of a grant program created by Congress and administered by ONDCP. The HIDTAs distribute federal anti-drug law enforcement grants to state and local agencies and are governed by a board made up of entirely federal, state, and local law enforcement officials. ONDCP provided my staff undated white paper describing the program and its historical funding levels, but ONDCP directed all questions about Hemisphere to the Houston HIDTA. Officials at the Houston HIDTA provided my office with a briefing on November 7, 2022, and spoke again with my staff again by phone on December 1, 2022. The Houston HIDTA officials told my staff that all hemisphere requests are sent to a single AT&T analyst located in Atlanta, Georgia, and that any law enforcement officer working for one of the federal, state, local, and tribal law enforcement agencies in the U.S. can contact the AT&T Hemisphere analysts directly to request they run a query with varying authorization requirements. The Houston HIDTA officials confirmed that federal and state law enforcement agencies can request a hemisphere search with a subpoena, which is a directive that many law enforcement agencies can issue themselves. 
except in California and Texas where a court order is required by state law. They also explain that hemisphere searches are not required to be in support of drug-related investigations. For the past year, I have urged the DOJ to release dozens of pages of material related to the Hemisphere Project, which it first provided to my office in 2019. This information has been designated law enforcement sensitive, which is meant to restrict its public release. I have serious concerns about the legality of this surveillance program, and the materials provided by the DOJ contain troubling information that would justifiably outrage many Americans and other members of Congress. While I have long defended the government's need to protect classified sources and methods, this surveillance program is not classified, and its existence has already been acknowledged by the DOJ and federal courts. The public interest in an informed debate about governmental surveillance far outweighs the need to keep this information secret. To that end, I urge you to promptly clear for public release the material described in Appendix B. Thank you for your attention to this important matter. Sincerely, Ron Wyden, United States Senator. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. All right. All right. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning intended to form part of international law, preparations for the creation of a World Health Organization, pandemic treaty or pandemic accord began in 2001. Far from strengthening the prevention of preparedness for and response to future pandemics as the latest draft of the text claims, its implementation could severely undermine democracy by limiting the ability of national parliaments to make crucial health care decisions in the best interest of their citizens. Aided by proposed amendments to the international health regulations of 2005, the treaty threatens to transform the World Health Organization into a global health dictatorship. Amen. The sweeping influence exerted by the World Health Organization during the the COVID-19 pandemic was the result of revived, revised international health regulations passed at a meeting of the World Health Assembly, WHA, in 2005, the decision-making body of the World Health Organization. The WHA's meetings are held annually in Geneva, Switzerland, and attended by delegations from the World Health Organization's 194 member states. Prior to 2005, the World Health Organization had principally acted as a coordinator, assistant, or collaborator to the public health services and drug regulatory authorities of its member states. But with the passing of the revised IHR, the World Health Organization took on vast new powers that were unprecedented in the field of global health. These essentially enable it to decide when a public health emergency of international concern exists 
and to make key decisions regarding what measures should be implemented in re- under the regulations, the World Health Organization's recommended actions can include vaccination, quarantine, isolation, drug treatment, and contact tracing, among others. Now, however, in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, the road is being prepared for World Health Organization's already considerable powers to be expanded still further. Particularly worryingly, the latest draft of the proposed amendments to the regulations show that clauses that previously made their provisions non-binding are being reworded effectively making them mandatory and giving the World Health Organization real decision-making powers over its member states. As such, claims that the planned pandemic treaty will not undermine national sovereignty are at best disingenuous, a.k.a. outright lies, as its text has to be viewed in light of the increased authority that, if approved, will be given to the World Health Organization under the amended IHR. The growing concern over World Health Organization pandemic treaty isn't simply that it could undermine democracy by preventing national parliaments from being able to make crucial health care decisions in the best interest of their citizens, through introducing the term infodemic. The treaty seems to be attempting to prevent the spread of truthful information about science-based natural health approaches and dangerous experimental vaccines. Without citing any evidence, the text claims that having too much information available during a disease outbreak causes confusion and risk-taking behaviors that can harm health. Suggesting who this wording is primarily intended to benefit, namely the World Health Organization itself. The text states that having too much information apparently leads to mistrust in health authorities. To counter this, infodemic management at local, national, regional, and international levels is proposed. The pandemic treaty also dramatically expands World Health Organization's areas of interest. Though what it terms a One Health approach, the global body now intends to be able to make decisions matters related to animals, ecosystems, and the environment. The treaty specifically refers to taking action on climate change, for example. Several observers have suggested that with these extended powers, the World Health Organization could potentially declare an environmental or climate emergency and enforce lockdowns. Given the global body's close links to Bill Gates and the pharma industry and the hundreds of millions of dollars in annual funding it receives from them, there is a growing worldwide recognition that this looming power grab represents a fundamental threat to democracy. At the very least, the increasing transfer of powers to the World Health Organization raises important questions regarding national sovereignty and personal liberty. Ultimately, if its handling of the COVID-19 pandemic has taught us anything, it is that the World Health Organization 
has sold its soul to corporate interests and cannot be trusted to make important decisions on global health. It is surely in all of our interests to demand that our national lawmakers do not sign away the sovereignty that the World Health Organization is seeking. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication concerning that. Amen. Brother Marshall. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In everything, give thanks. for This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thank you, Lord. You've not left us as orphans. Thank you, Lord. You said, heal me, O Lord, and I should be healed. Save me, and I should be saved, for thou art my praise. We give you praise and honor and glory, Lord, because when the heathen rage, you know what they're up to. You know what they're trying to do. They've been so busy, 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 uh, railing against you, Lord. And you said, come, where is that, Lord? Nobody gets there. Nobody gets there. You said uh, in Matthew 5, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you in persecution, so say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted are they the prophets that were before you. Lord, help us to learn. There was a, there was a doctor from Pensacola, Florida, uh, I heard recently. And in, in line with, with Pastor Sabrina's comments, that there's a time to be silent and a time to speak. She she confessed that she was listening to you, Lord, and that uh, she felt that she couldn't really stand out, but she had an unction to do something that was um, rather unusual, and she wanted to have a, a, a great gathering of people at a, at a baseball stadium but she didn't want to be the, the host. She didn't want to stick her nose out and, and her, her face out and the, the whole thing. And then the Lord gave her confirmation by three different people, all based on scriptures, <laughs> that that's exactly what she was going to do. And so when she found out from the Lord that's what she was going to do, she went to her children and said, I don't know if I'm going to return alive, so just pray for me. <laughs> that she cast all her cares on the Lord, and you took care of it, Lord. In fact, you brought the whole thing together. Because there's a time for us to stand up, and there is a time to be silent. There's a, there's a time to just keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Because if we look at what the devil's doing, he has lots of things jumping up and down, this little distraction, that other distraction, trying to bring in what? Fear. Because that's what the devil uses. We learned that from the real Bishop Kanko, because that's how he, when he was serving the devil before he came to the Lord, was completely controlled by fear. He was told he had to do this or else. He was not given much to eat. He was not allowed to sleep much. He was very controlled. And it seems like these same people the same spirits, I should say, are trying to do something similar. So, Father, you said, if two of you on earth agree, that's anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. You said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And you said, what shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits? I shall take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. So we call upon your name, not in hopefulness alone, but in confidence that you are the just judge. And you know what's right and what's best for each and every one of us in all the various situations, Father God, in Jesus' name. 
And you know how to deal with these things. Even as Pastor Zabina in her sermon today talked about many times where you are the just judge, not just in Isaiah um, chapter 9, several other places, Father God, and that you use King David as an example of a just king. One who also we hear about in, in, in where is that, where is supposed to rule in the fear of the Lord. Because there's some people who are ruling, and they're ruling in the fear of Satan. They want to do Satan's bidding, and that's all they care about. Because otherwise, oh, what they did, you know, in this secret place, you know, and they were drugged and given uh, drugs and woke up with a, a little underage prostitute or something. Father God, they know that all that's going to be smeared all over the place. And so they're controlled by fear, intimidation, and all maybe lots of other things. So, Father, those human beings that are human beings that look like they're in positions of authority, whether they are or not, or whether they're just figureheads, I don't know. But you know everything. <laughs> you said, if any man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing as he ought to know. And you've made that abundantly clear to us, Lord. But you use the weak things of the world to confound the wise, Lord. Even as you use Pat Holiday. When that, when that wizard came to whatever he was, came to her and said, I want to see how much power you have. Oh, I don't have any power. But I know who one does. In the name of Jesus, I command every demon in you to bow the knee. And he crumbled in front of her, Father God. Not that she was worthy to be worshipped, but the one who lives in the saints is worthy to be worshipped. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Ask, and you shall receive. So we're asking, Father, for your divine help and deliverance. Send as many angels as you deem to be appropriate. We do thank you for the angel, Lord, that encampeth around about them, that fears you, Lord, and delivers them. Even was when Peter was in prison, Father God, the angel of the Lord came and woke him up, and he was able to sleep calmly between those those uh, jailers, Father God, and he was chained to them, Father God, because he must have cast all his cares on the Lord. He wasn't up night, uh, but trying to bite, he couldn't bite his nails. He, they were had chains around everything, but Father God, the chains fell off. And when when um, was it Paul and and uh, Silas? They were in prison, Father God in the dungeon, and their, their legs were in the stocks that spread way out, and they were in great pain probably, Father God, and in not in very clean and ple- pleasant environment, Father God, in the deepest dungeon, Father God. They were praying and praising you, Lord, because you inhabit the praises of your people, not the boo-hoo. You inhabit the praises of your people, which is why you say, Heal me, O Lord, and I should be healed. Save me, and I should be saved, for thou art my praise. And we thank you, Lord, that you gave Jehoshaphat an understanding. When they prayed and fasted, they were had great odds coming against them, Father God. And you gave them a supernatural word by one of your saints. That you said, the battle is not yours but the Lord's. And I think it remains the same. Because against the devil, we have no power in our physical human form. But we're not just physical humans. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God by the spirit of adoption. So, Father God... We come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need. We ask you for your help, and we thank you for it. We thank you for sending angels to fight for us. We don't worship with them. We thank you for ministering spirits and to minister for the heirs of salvation, guardian angels, warring angels, whatever you deem to be appropriate, Father God. And we thank you for your divine help and intervention. Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are bound, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. And every one of these different items that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, in Jesus' name, including those long, long, long uh, dissertations about how they want to come out, that the U.N.'s going to do all these wonderful things to help us, supposedly. And um, a lot of people have questions about um, the U.N. Uh, acting more like Leviathan than um, 
a, a group of member nations that want to prevent war. They don't necessarily seem to want to do that anymore, Lord. I don't know if they've spoken out against what's going on, and I haven't been following it, what's going on in the Middle East right now. It doesn't seem like that's a very um, healthy situation, Father God. But we thank you that you're intervening even there, even now, right now. Your very present help in time of need, as Sabrina reminds us from Psalm 46. And, Father, as I heard today from the saint who lives nearby, they've heard from the, the Christians that are in the, West, in, the, in the West Bank that the Muslims there are watching them. And they're like, why, why are you so calm? Why aren't you worried? Oh, oh you, you know the creator of the universe? How do you know him? Oh, he sent his son? Well, I want to get to know him like you do cause, because, you know, I'm not sleeping too well and, and I don't have anything to eat. And I'm... So, Father God, we thank you for the many, many Muslims that are coming to wake up. We thank you for waking up the human beings because you love every human being. We thank you for the person from ISIS who actually came to Jesus, Father God, recently. We thank you, Father God, for many, many people all over the earth and every, all kinds of nations that are waking up, Father God. We thank you for waking up people. Many, many people are being so what they call red-pilled, Father God, because we have all been controlled by this thing like um, th- that some of the movies uh, that we don't watch too many movies that they, they've had out in, their, in recent past, Father God, where people are in such a controlled environment that they can't even think clearly and logically. So, Father God, we ask you to help the people to hold every thought captive and think clearly and logically in Jesus' name. We ask you to wake up all the family members of every believer, all the descendants of every believer, the one true creator God, in Jesus' name, to do what's right in your sight. You got a hold of that, that doctor lady from Pensacola, Florida. And, and she, she switched from being silent to being rather vocal, big-time vocal, actually, and, Father God, we thank you for the many thousands of people that showed up for the rally, Father God, in, in Jesus' name. That was very little planning involved because you were in charge of that because people can only do so much. But together with your Holy Ghost, we can do exceeding abundant more than we can ask or imagine. So we thank you for sending your angels to fight for us. Satan, you're bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. Every spirit of Zeus, every spirit of mind control, every spirit of perversion, lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, all the marine spirits, Asmos, Osmos, Incubus, Succubus, all bound and gay. We cancel their assignments. All the spirits find ped- pedophilia and the kind of like the illogical uh, uh, talk about all this stuff with the World Health Organization wanting to control people so they don't have diseases cropping up surprisingly, able to track and trace everybody with everything, while the people are flooding across multiple borders of many nations all over the earth, being flown here and there and bust here and there under the auspices of the U.N., among other things, the United States paying for a lot of it to bring people up to the southern border of the United States. Isn't that nice of the taxpayers of the United States to be so willing to fund all these people, including military-aged men, being rushed up from the southern border of the United States because they're so concerned about their vaccination status. They're so concerned about their health. Father God, you can see the hypocrisy. You can see the absurdity of what they're saying, Father God. But many people are just listening to the mainstream. I don't know, maybe not so many anymore. Listening to mainstream media, they know it's all lies. It's a hassle of propaganda. We bind every spirit behind propaganda, mind control in Jesus' name. And you said in Psalm 7, the Lord shall judge the people. 
And it's only because you give us the gift of righteousness, Lord, that we're going to come through because of the blood of Jesus. We put that blood over each of us and our minds and our hearts and all thoughts continually captive. Oh, the wickedness of the wicked shall come to an end, but establish the just. And we're only just because Jesus is the Holy One and the just, and no one can be just without your blood, Lord Jesus. For the righteous God trieth the hearts and the reins. You try what's inside my heart and my tummy and every place else. My defenses of God would save with the upright in heart. Because, Father, you're looking at everyone's heart, not just that what they're looking like on the stain on the outside. You know, they help me, Lord, help us all to wake up. God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Ah, every day, it says in Psalm 7, verse 11. If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. He hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordaineth the arrows upon the persecutors. Those are persecuting your children, Lord. Behold, he travails with iniquity and conceiveth mischief and brought forth falsehood. Speaking of falsehood, there's a lot of falsehood we've heard in the things Pastor Sabrina read about, including what they're trying to do to have a dragnet of people's data from AT&T. He made a pit and digged it and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his own head. His violent dealings shall come down upon his own pate. But, <laughs> I put the word but in there, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. We thank you for that name, the name above all names, Lord. That's the only reason we get to escape, because you deliver us in your name. And you said, let God arise, let his enemy be scared. Let them also that hate him flee before him, including those from the WHO and the UN and all these different groups and those using the AT&T data to try and uh, completely throw people's privacy out the window. As as smoke is driven away, so drives them away. As wax melted before the fire, so that the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad, and let them exceedingly rejoice. And we thank you, Lord. And you said in verse 30, Scatter thou the people that delight in war. And we thank you, Lord, for doing so. We thank you for scattering all those people that delight in war, Lord, in Jesus' name. And you said in Psalm 92, 9, For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. We speak confusion, division, division, confusion, division, confusion, the enemy's camp in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant. Even as Jesus told us, and even as we've heard, at least I've heard, some people that have, have have said, well, these people are so powerful. How can the average everyday Joe come up come up against them? Oh, it's 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 not as complicated as we thought, because I found out recently that the WEF is not necessarily in agreement with all these people trying to bring in the the, the thing to, to cause transgenderism and all the rest of it. They actually don't really get along. And, well, how could that be? Because they have had different goals, different different. Uh, uh, spirits involved. So, Father, we ask you to bring confusion, division, enemies camp. And the Lord says, Jesus speaking, he cannot lie, in Mark 3, 26 and following, if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. So, Father God, maybe the CIA and maybe the uh, Secret Service group, what's that called, um, Mossad in Israel had something to do with the funding of, of uh, Hamas. I don't know. I've heard some people say that. But apparently um, 
the head of the Palestinian organization met with the head of China not too long ago. They wanted to be intimately involved, too. Father God, there's many, many different players, and they all have different agendas. So, Father, we ask you to bring confusion, division to the enemy's camp. We ask that the righteous judge judge in the earth, Father God, in Jesus' name. For every one of these situations, we bring them before your throne of judgment in time of need. And we thank you for helping us in this time of need, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because you said, ask. And we're asking, and you said, if two of you on earth agree to anything, ask, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. So we thank you, Lord. It is written, for the, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So we thank you for performing it by your zeal, Lord, in Jesus' name. And where is that, Lord? It's in um, Daniel chapter 7. It talks about... Um, it says in verse 9 of Daniel 7, And I beheld to the thrones were cast down. Now, some of the phony versions don't say they were cast down. Isn't that interesting? But I beheld to the thrones were cast down. And the Ancient of Days, Father God, did sit. I added, Father God, whose garment was white as snow, and the hairs of his head like the pure wool and his throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him thousands thousands ministered unto him and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him the judgment was set and the books were opened and i beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake i beheld till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame that's concerning the rest of the beasts. They had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. In verse 13 of Daniel 7, I saw in that night vision, in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man, sure sounds like Jesus to me, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him, and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, oh, they still had nations, all people and nations is in the language of the Lord. Him is an everlasting Lord. And I was just a child, which shall not pass away. Oh. 